Hey, welcome to Life According to God, where we have conversations revolving around the many colorful characters in the Bible and how God's influence shaped their lives, their families, and their societies. My prayer is that as you listen, you will glean one or two powerful ideas that will transform your own life too. This is Olaomi Brigway, your host. Hi, this is Olaomi and welcome to the eighth and final episode in our study of the life of Ruth. It has been such an enjoyable journey for me and I hope you have enjoyed it too. It's been a privilege for me to share this series with you. I hope you've been able to glean some powerful ideas that you can apply to your own life and to transform your own situation. So I'm going to first of all share two powerful ideas this time and then at the end of those two powerful ideas I will talk about the four main themes that have stood out in the study of the life of Ruth okay so he says in Ruth chapter 4 verse 13 Boaz took Ruth into his home and she became his wife when he slept with her the Lord enabled her to become pregnant and she gave birth to a son <sighs> what a beautiful ending to an amazing story a story that had twists and turns that had ups and downs and started off really sad with tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy but i'm so glad that it's ended really really well for the woman ruth and for her mother-in-law naomi so what's my first powerful idea and i'll just repeat what it says it says when boa slept with ruth it was the lord that enabled her to become pregnant and to have a son. This reminds me of the scripture in the New Testament that says, Paul planted, Apollos watered, but it is God that gave the increase. What do I see here? Two things. Number one, no matter what I accomplish or I'm able to acquire or I'm able to impact upon this earth, Ultimately, God is the source of it. God is one that enabled me to do it. So I can never really sit down and ascribe the glory to myself. This is where pride gets destroyed. Because if I say, oh, I'm so intelligent that I can pass any exam or any challenge, I sit back and I understand that the reason why I can do that is because God gave me a brain and he has enabled me to be able to collect my thoughts and to have deep insights. When we always trace it back to God as the source of every good thing in our lives, it just makes us always be in awe of God and never take his grace upon our lives for granted. That's the first thing in that idea. The second part of that is no matter what things may look like. So in this case, you have Boaz and Ruth coming together as husband and wife. 
And you may look at it because the Bible says that Boaz was old. We don't know how old he was. And there was the issue of Ruth who was married to her husband for a few years and there was no child that came out of that union. So you are bringing together a man that is, let's say, probably advanced in years and a woman that had fertility issues in the past. But it says, regardless of what the conditions of the two people that came together was, it says God enabled. That, for me, is the most comforting truth in the word of God. Regardless of how bad or how impossible a situation looks, God is the owner <laughs> of this earth. He's the creator. He's the possessor of the heavens and the earth. If God breathes upon it, that thing has no choice but to produce fruit. I may water and I may plant and do everything that I'm required to do. Even if people tell me that what I've done is not enough, at the end of the day, the person that determines whether that thing will yield fruit is God. And why is that comforting? For three reasons. Number one, God is for me. He's always on my side. He wants the best for me. He will never withhold any good thing from me. Number two, God is constant, meaning he's not impartial. He will not do it for one and then not do it for another. And number three, God is all powerful. There is nothing that he cannot overcome. There's no challenge that will face God and God will be like, ah, that mountain is a bit big. Oh, I know that I said you can move mountains, but <laughs> no, no. So those three reasons actually give me the solid assurance that no matter how impossible the things on earth look regarding that situation, as long as God is in the picture, I can never give up because I know that he will enable it. He will make it happen. It may take time, but it will definitely happen because God is the one that will enable me to produce that fruit in whatever area of my life. All right. So moving on to my second powerful idea and my last powerful idea in the Ruth series, it says in verse 14, after the child was born, the women of the town said to Naomi, praise the Lord who has now provided a redeemer for your family. May this child be famous in Israel. And I'll jump down to verse 17. And it says that the neighbor women said, Now at last, Naomi has a son again. And they named him Obed. Obed became the father of Jesse and the grandfather of David. Isn't that interesting? That the words that were spoken over that child, the prayer that was made over the child, Obed, when he was born, did not really get fulfilled until the third generation afterwards. I find that very interesting. Very interesting. Why? Because the word of God never, ever fails. When we make a prayer, sometimes when we don't see it happen, when we think it should happen, we think, oh, the prayer was not answered. Not necessarily. It may not have manifested in that season 
but the word of God can never fall to the ground. It says in Isaiah 55 that my word is like rain that comes down from heaven and does not return to me void. So when you have made a prayer, when you have declared words of faith into a situation, just because it didn't happen when you thought it should happen does not mean it is gone. No, that word must happen because it is the word of God. So they prayed and they said, may this child be famous. And you may think, oh, Obed lived his entire life. Well, nobody knew about him. Well, maybe that prayer didn't work. It was not until Obed had Jesse and then Jesse had David and then David found prominence that he was then traced back to Obed and the prayer seemed to then be manifested. So that's an encouragement that, listen, the end of a season does not mean the end of God's promise to you. You just need to believe absolutely in the power and the integrity of the word of God. In fact, there are some things that God is showing you now that will not fully, you may see it in part, but it will not fully be revealed until your children's generation and maybe your grandchildren's generation. Abraham lived in tents, even though he possessed the whole of Canaan. He lived in tents, but it wasn't until 430 years later that his sons, his children, possessed the land and they actually built houses with bricks and put foundations on the ground. So, always settling within yourself that God's word can never fail. It can never fail, ever. If it didn't happen when you thought it would happen, just hold on knowing that that word must be fulfilled. Why? Because the creator and the possessor of the heavens and the earth is the one that gave the command. Now, I'm going to finish off this episode and the series with the four powerful themes that have featured in the story of Ruth. There are more, but these are four that I've identified. The first one is what we all know Ruth to be, and it is the power of loyalty. The power of loyalty, which is God's original purpose when he created relationships. The Bible says in Psalms that God places the solitary in families. God wants us to support each other, to be there for each other, to provide comfort for those that mourn, to provide security for those that are afraid. That is the purpose of families and of relationships. And we see that theme of loyalty run so powerfully throughout the book of Ruth. The second one is the right response to adversity, which is to be able to make attitude adjustments when you face adversity in order to turn that adversity into your greatest advantage. We saw how Ruth and Naomi were dirt poor. They were starting from zero, in fact, from below zero when they returned to Judah. They had experienced tragedy after tragedy, but we saw how they were able to turn it around and face it with a good attitude and they ended up with a huge blessing at the end of the day. 
Initially, Naomi was caught up in the whole pain and she began to speak against her own future. But you could see that with Ruth there and with the encouragement of the people around her, she was able to reset her attitude and she began to hope again. The third one is the law of service. And we saw in the book of Ruth how true and genuine sacrifice in the service of others always unlocks great blessings not scratch my back i scratch your back not eye service where you only do things when people are watching you we're talking about one that proceeds out of the heart of genuine love for people and wanting to help people selflessness we saw several times in the book of ruth how this always produced a great reward in the area of the person's greatest need and the last one is the power of mentoring let me expand a little bit on that not just mentoring but also understanding that there are two faces of mentoring what do i mean by that naomi was a mentor to ruth but she was the one that said to ruth go back to your people that would have been a grave mistake because there was something special waiting for ruth with naomi in judah at the same time, the flip side of that was it was the same Naomi as a mentor that said to Ruth, now it's time for you to go to Boaz and ask him to be your family redeemer. So mentoring is so powerful, but we also need to understand that at the end of the day, while it's important to have mentors and people that guide us and teachers and pastors and all that, ultimately the holy spirit is your biggest and most important teacher and guide you should be guided first from the inside and then then god connects us with people that will help us interpret the visions and the thoughts and the dreams that he plants in our own hearts so that is the end of my study of the book of ruth thank you for coming on this journey with me i hope you've enjoyed it very soon we'll be back with another life according to god series where we will take another bible character and we will dive deep into their life to extract powerful ideas to help us move forward in our own lives thank you so much and we'll be back soon with another series this is allow me bye